<laughs> hey everybody, how are you guys? Good morning. We had no sound. Good evening. No How's sound. everybody doing? I've done that before because um, I like to turn the mic off in case there's like external sounds coming on. But uh, welcome to the What Would Jeff Do show. My name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the lovely Joelle with lovely looking hair today. And um, we're really proud to be here. And you just did see a promo of the Green to Graduate. If you're listening on the podcast, it was a little promo reel of our Green to Graduate course. And I will not stop talking about the Green to Graduate course. And the reason why is because we took a totally untrained dog. Um, we made a course on this, didn't even know its name. And in 11 days, it became an off-leash trained dog under voice control. Now that we're dog trainers, so 11 days is, you know, is reasonable for us. For your average dog owner, you know, about a month, maybe six weeks it'll take you, but it sure as heck won't take you, you know, the amount of time that we're hearing that it takes to train dogs, even just to get a reliable um a reliable sit or down or anything just in the classroom, let alone the real world. This dog was doing downstays at outdoor cafes for an hour or more. This dog was hiking in the woods. This dog was recalling on a dime. This dog was walking past, you know, lunging, barking dogs. And I will promote the heck out of it. And Joel put up a link to get it. And you can go to academy.solidcaninetraining.com. And it's an under $200 course. And people are spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on dog training um, that is just not effective. And we have dog trainers that, that literally promote this course. In fact, we're, we're um, starting an affiliate program. So if you're interested in actually becoming an affiliate, you don't even have to be a dog trainer. And, you know, if you've got a social media fo following, yeah. if you're a big um, fan of ours, you can email me at jeff at solidcaninetraining.com, jeff at solidcaninetraining.com, and we'll set you up to be an affiliate where you can actually, you know, start monetizing, you know, yeah. giving yourself a little bit if of a already, side hustle. If you're already promoting our stuff anyway to your friends and family, you might as well make some money on it. Right, right. And you can make, we're talking $50 a course, so you can actually make some good money on it. Imagine making an extra $100 a week. That's between the with with gas prices right now, with food prices right now, with rental increases, with yep. with everything. So this is a great way for you to literally just get that mailbox money. Anyway, this is a Q&A show. What you'll be doing is you'll be typing in your question. Joelle will read it. I will answer it. If it's your first time here, welcome. I am the non-sugarcoating swearing dog trainer on this podcast. Um, I... Um, there's so much bullshit going on in the dog training industry. There was so much emotion tied to the dog training industry. Saw that on a post today. Um, there is so much nonsense happening in the dog training industry that it is time um, for, well, for the last 20 years I've been speaking up, but I also started a new podcast called Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, this week, since we're in Florida, we lost power. We were affected by the hurricane. We are doing safe. We're probably doing safer than most um, that were affected by the hurricane. Florida has been hit by a catastrophic hurricane. Yeah. And our governor, Governor DeSantis, is doing an excellent, excellent job. Don't, don't let anybody tell you differently. He's doing an excellent job. He was well prepared. But this was one of the top five hurricanes that the United States has ever, I don't know if it's the United States or the world, um, US. Is, that the U.S. has ever well, seen. There's still people, I mean, even in, in our neighborhood, there's still people without power. Right. We randomly got ours back somehow. But right. 
Right. But there are people that literally, they have no homes. There are, there are no neighborhoods left. Yeah. There's literally no neighborhoods left. So Katrina was bad. I don't think, no, this was as bad as Katrina, but I bet you this takes up more space than Katrina. Actually, this probably takes up more space than Katrina. Um, New Orleans is more condensed, I think population wise, but the amount of area that this is spread out over. um, Yeah. The whole Southern part of the whole Southern part of the state. But, um, but anyway, we are, we, we are, we are healthy. We are doing fine. And there's a lot of ways that you can be helping people down here in Florida from anywhere in the world. You can be helping people, whether it's financially, whether it's um, just coming down here. And for all these people out that say they're out of work, get your fucking asses down to Florida and work. Um, but as far as dog training is concerned, um, lies are being told. Dogs are dying. Simple things can be, can be stopped. So this show... A lot of people, what they'll do is they'll ask questions on how to stop things. So you're going to often hear me say, apply a punisher. Punisher is a proper word, by the way. Punisher is not abuse. Abuse is abuse. Starve your dog to death. That's abusive. Keep your dog in the basement for 13 years. That's abusive. Okay? Correcting your dog for, for, for an unwanted behavior is not abusive at all. Um, also... Uh, Correcting your dog for not doing a command that it's supposed to do is not abusive at all. And people have got to stop getting emotional about this stuff. And do you or do you not want to take your dog everywhere? So we've got 50 dogs in this neighborhood that we see on a regular basis. Yeah. 50 dogs that we see on a regular basis. Not not one of them can actually walk on a leash. Now, they're on a leash, but they can't walk politely on a leash. Not one of them. So not to cast assumptions, but they probably also can't do a basic command in the real world for any length of time. Mm-hmm. Sitting for a cookie is not dog training. Not in my world. Downing for a cookie. What about shake? You know, shake and paw is not dog training in my world. If you want to train it, you go ahead and train it. But I'm the dog trainer for people that actually want to live with their dogs go places with their dogs, hike with their dogs, have reliably off-leash trained dogs, or even on-leash trained dogs. So let's just jump right to it. Okay, Kim, we worked on the Walk the Walk program today. He is often a head length ahead. I previously turned him into him and squared off without the desired results. The backing him up with spatial pressure is a winner. Who's that, that Pam? Kim. Kim. So Kim, Kim, congratulations. Mm -hmm. But you you see, see the difference? You almost had it. But you didn't have it. Like your technique was sort of right, but all you add was spatial pressure. And if you know what spatial pressure is, that's moving into your dog. And you can use the assistance of just your some leash guidance. You can use the assistance of a remote collar. But even if you don't want to use a remote collar, just move into your dog. And now all of a sudden your dog doesn't forge ahead. It's the little things. That's where the green to graduate shows the little things. Today, we were filming um, a baby proofing video with this dog, Goose. And... We, we talked about a lot of little things. Mm-hmm. Like Joel says, you know, we, we filmed Jeff, talk about this. Jeff, talk about this. Jeff, talk about this. And I'm like, I know, I know. Even I take some things. It's like, you're right. These are things that we preach all the time. But since we're putting in video format for people to learn on, on baby proofing, which we might put up for pre-sale by the end of October. Because, yeah, probably. because we'll, have, we'll have enough content because this dog leaves in two weeks. And we're going to be doing baby proofing with it probably for the next week. Um, wait for our fake baby to get here. Fake baby will be here on Tuesday, but we have got a stroller, we got a high chair, we got a crib, we got um, the tummy time blanket. You know what else I should order is all the um, little stuff that the um, 
for the tummy time. Mm, the little, yeah. the little, the little things. All right. Next question. Sarah, glad you guys are safe. I have a one and a half year old lab Pyrenees. I've been training her since she was little, but I wasn't holding her accountable or correcting her. I got your green to graduate program. We are four weeks into training and house discipline. She's so stubborn. I don't know what to do. She's not responding to my prong collar correction. She walks around with her head down, tail tucked during training and refuses to even do simple commands that she knows like sit. Should right. I start intro, I'm assuming, introducing the e-collar as well? Introduce the e-collar, but also you might actually be, you might be moving too fast. It's possible that you're moving too fast. Also, have some fun with the training. Mm-hmm. Have some fun. Like, like I come across as extremely harsh, but you got to put that into context. You come after me to bite me, oh, it's going to be harsh. But all the, all the basic obedience and is even the accountability stuff, you don't have to be yelling. You don't have to be screaming. You don't have to be, quote, unquote, harsh. It's just consequential. It's the good stuff. It's the not good stuff. So you have a dog, though, and we see this all the time. All these happy-go-lucky dogs, but they've never been asked to do anything. Start asking them to do anything, and they start moping to humanize it a little bit. They start moping around. Oh, I've got to work. Life sucks. Boo-hoo. We see this all the time. She might be a good candidate for our inner circle, too. Yeah. So for our inner circle, which we'll all talk about, I'm sure, at some point in the show. How about now? So starting November 9th, we have a new inner circle class starting. And it's basically a four-week virtual coaching with me and Jeff. We usually have like five or six people. It's a very small class. It's usually like invite only like this, where we're like, ooh, that'd be a good candidate. It's only for people who are going through green to graduate or at least reactivity classes because we want to make sure you're at least a little bit up to speed and you're not just like, I haven't even done anything with my dog. Like this is for troubleshooting and things. So if you send us a video of you training your dog and you're like, okay, this is where I'm having trouble, we could literally watch the video in class, point out, okay, X, Y, Z. We'll make you a video now custom tailored to your needs, send it to you and every single week. We keep going through the homework. We keep going through the training and we make sure that you're on a nonstop track of progression. So inner circle is really cool. It's very hands-on. It's very uh, tailor-made to the clients who are in the group. I'm going to post the link right now. If you sign up and use the code earlybirdnovember, you will save 20% off. Just make sure you put the code in. And a good example is for people that that want to do this, we have somebody in it right now. Well, by the way, for the folks that are in the inner circle, since we had to miss Tuesday because of the storm, it's going to be this Tuesday. Tuesday. It's going to be this coming Tuesday. We have somebody in it that needs help with um, uh, 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 basic obedience. He's got a nine, 10 month old um, German shepherd. And then we also have somebody that has a, a aggressive great Dane that bit their kid. Like that's the polar opposites. But guess what? Everybody's making progress. The, 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 The basic training, it's going better more incredible, like really incredible actually. And the aggression one, it's like night and day. Yep. Like that's what, like that's what we do. So like real dog training next. Ryan Goose's videos on Instagram have been purchased the green to graduate course. Thank you. Even though it's pretty obedient, learning never stops. Thank you. And planning to start it today. Good. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's congratulations. Yeah. The, 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 that's another thing about the green to graduate. It's all obedience. If you want to fix unwanted behaviors, we've got that information. Jump on the show right now and ask. Jump on um, any of our podcasts. Join our Patreon channel. Joel, maybe if you want to put the Patreon I channel up there. Excellent. Um, 
uh, the Patreon channel is fantastic. This is what people should be doing, in my opinion. If you join the Patreon channel, which is $10 a month, you can actually buy a yearly membership. It's $8 a month. It's $100.80. Why they came up with that number, I don't know. Um, 16% off. Where did that come from? I don't know. You get four Zooms a week, meaning um, one-hour face-to-face Zoom calls, like in a group, small group, Q&A. You get 20% off all your courses. So that's what I mean. Join Patreon for $10 a month, buy a course, buy a consult, save 20%. Mm-hmm. So we save have pe- 20% on our seminars too, right? Yeah. So we have people saving 20% on um, $40, $50. Like when we do a pre-sale. $20. Yeah. Like all, all 10 bucks. Like they're combining it and yeah. it never expires. It never expires. Um, next. But yeah, if you guys are watching uh, Goose's progression, yeah, we're it's, using Green. He's a happy-go-lucky dog. Everything we do with him is what we do in Green to Graduate. Yeah. There's nothing he needs. He's not a behavior modification case. He's just an easy yeah. dog. And we're rocking. Like literally five days in, I had him like dragging a leash. But let's like, talk about that. Him being an easy dog, though, because he was a happy-go-lucky, but also pushy, out of control, out of control dog, the barking, but not even only that, jumping on people, Mm -hmm. jumping on furniture, always pushing, never listening. But guess what? That becomes annoying really, really quick. Oh yeah. In fact, there's a, um, we put up a story for now watching us on Instagram stories. And and it sounds like I promote a lot because, because most of the stuff that I'm promoting is free. So I want to help all of you and it's free content. Yeah. There's an Instagram story of him in place. Lying down on a dog bed. I know you filmed it today too for the baby proofing, but on a dog bed with Angelo setting up his Legos. Mm-hmm. So we all know Legos are little pieces. So Angelo's setting up a Lego set four feet away from Goose, who's almost passed out. And Goose is not tired. Mm-hmm. That 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 didn't exist a week ago. Yeah. And guess where you learn it from? Green to graduate. Yep. There's no secrets. Next. Kyle, hey guys, my four-year-old GSC has randomly started pooping and peeing in my kitchen. Any ideas what would cause this? Um, do oh, you have a, he said, I don't understand how I can correct this because by the time I realize what he's done, it's been a while. Yeah, that's too late. Number yeah. one, do you have like really ugly linoleum? Has your spouse been nagging you to get rid of the linoleum and put down nice tile floors? I There might be a conspiracy mm, going on here. Maybe. There might be conspiracy. So... Number one, my big question is this. Where are you when this is happening? Why do you not have your dog, your eyes on your dog? Now, mm-hmm. check your dog. Is it medical? The only medical thing I can think of is if your dog maybe has worms, giardia, something like that. But I'm not a, I'm not a medical professional. Don't take medical you know, advice from a, from a dog trainer. So, But I would say I would start documenting this stuff. But if you're not noticing it right away, that means your dog is out of eyesight for some length of time and you, and you can't trust your dog. So if you have a point where your dog is doing a behavior that's actually destructive, say, like say chewing things up, getting in the trash, you know, the litter box, um, um, you know, counter surfing, you know, shitting and pissing in the, in the, in the kitchen. My, my first thing is why are you not having your eyes on your dog? You have to catch your dog in the act in order to correct. Next. Wheels, not to change the subject, but how did you guys do in Florida? Some places got rocked. Glad to see you. Yeah, we, we mentioned that at the beginning. We, we, we lost power. Um, one of my houses got minimal roof damage. So a lot of trees came down. Um, but we actually did better than most. 
Um, but then, then we're most, very yeah, we're very fortunate to where 30 miles south of us is destroyed. And we originally were in like, literally they're, they're saying it was going to make landfall in Bradenton. Bradenton, yeah. We were preparing literally to evacuate. And then the night before they're like, oh, it's taking a turn south. So we took a chance. We took a chance. But well, we also couldn't evacuate at that point because the highways, we would have been stuck on the highway. Next. Sue, what are your thoughts on CBD for dogs, for things like arthritis or even for calming? So, you know, I am not anti-CBD at all. Mm. I, I'm not a big fan of any of the Prozac drugs or any of the family of Prozac drugs. I'm not a, fa- I'm not a fan of those at all. CBD, and there's many, many different, you know, variables of CBD. You, you there's, there's shit CBD out there, by the way. Um, but for arthritis, there might be some better things out there. Mm. I don't know. I would talk to maybe a holistic doctor. I mean, you know, for all I know, it could be anything from acupuncture to cold laser therapy. I don't know. Does CBD help with arthritis? I don't know. But, you know, to me, um, CBD definitely has a lot of benefits both in humans and dogs. Next. Sawblade Entertainment, thinking of getting a beagle over a palm because sturdier dog, but still on the smaller side. Any comments on beagle training? Well, two different dogs. Way different dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, beagles are probably more hardy. They can probably handle. I mean, you can take your beagle. You can hike the Appalachian Trail with your beagle if you wanted to. I don't know how many Pomeranians would quite make it because I don't think there's a freaking nail salon every ten miles. Um, but but you know, you know, not to stereotype a Pomeranian, but there you go. I just did. Um, you, I, I, you know, I think that's. It's from a training standpoint. I mean, I've met stubborn both breeds and happy go lucky both breeds. Next, Kyle. I already read that. Kim, yes, there was something missing in her walk. Glad Great. you figured awesome. it out. I'm really, really happy for you. I'm really see. That's why we do what we do for yeah. for owners to have those aha moments. For owners to and 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 Kim, how much fucking better is your walk now? Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that what this is about? Isn't that what all of this is about? Next. Javier, I have a client with a small dog that bites feet. I've corrected on leash and she listens and stops, but off leash she goes back to biting feet. Okay. So you have not applied a punisher. This is where this is where everybody gets not everybody gets it wrong, but so many of the people get it wrong. A punisher is only a punisher if the dog actually stops the behavior. Now what you're doing is you're nagging. So you're nagging your dog. If I owned a dog that was biting my feet, since we remote collar train every dog, and by the way, remote collars are just not for no, they're just not for hard corrections. You can do, I did remote collar training for a dog today, and I was on very low levels teaching the out command for moving away from people, you know, but it's also a great tool. It's a fantastic tool. If your dog was biting your feet, and just think about this. Some people are like, like, oh, I don't mind. It's cute. I'm like, well, grandma does mind. Okay? Because grandma's got thin blood and grandma could die. And then also, you know, little cousin Johnny, who's like just learning how to walk, also minds as well as Johnny's parents. If I had a dog that was biting my feet and I had a remote collar, that dog would realize that the act of biting feet, which is self-rewarding to the dog, 
royally sucks. What would you do, Jeff? Light it up? Yep, sure would. Yep, there would be discomfort. Absolutely. And guess what? More people should talk about this. Enough of this, like, gentle bullshit. You want me to teach you a down? I'll show you how to teach a down. It's luring, and it's gentle. Sit, gentle. Recall, gentle. Down, gentle. Place, gentle. Even healing, gentle. Mm-hmm. Trick training, gentle. I don't do any spore work, but a lot of it's gentle. But you put your mouth on my feet... I will stay cool, calm, and collected, but I assure you, you will know that is a bad choice. And for more people not to understand these simple, simple concepts, I am blown away. And for trainers to not advocate for that, that's shameful. Next. Brittany, hi, J&J. Glad all is well post-hurricane. What's your thoughts on barking when someone goes on your property or close to your home? Do you allow this in your home for the dog to alert, but then calm down with a voice command? So I think I am not against barking, but I think when most people come to me for barking, like the, like put it this way, the dog that's with us now, Goose. Mm-hmm. When someone comes to the door, it's 15 minutes. Was. 15 minutes was 15 minutes of barking. Now we're getting a bark. And as soon as we're like, no, right. Stops. Right. But we're trying to even stop that. Yeah. We're trying to stop that. Just because we know it's going to be worse at the owner's house. Right. Also, it's like when I come in the door, Joel comes in the door, Angelo comes in the door, you know, our next door neighbor comes in the door, but, um, FedEx delivered, um, a package today. It was probably the first package in, I don't know, a year that was not in hair product for Joel. Um, so it was an eventful day. And I don't order that many hair products. I know you don't. I was busting your balls. Okay. <sighs> so the point being is it was a bark. Now, do I mind that bark? No. But told me to shut up because that's how it starts. That's how it starts. But I don't mind an alert bark. Now, buy your property. We got to be careful about that one. Oh my god! Because there's a lot of people that come buy your property on a daily basis. So you know, I would say no on that one. Next, Robert. This is Bobby. Just wanted to say it is wonderful. You all are okay. Yes, it actually it actually is, yeah. and um, I feel very very fortunate. And um, it was it's it's going to be rough down here in Florida. It's going to be rough down here in Florida, and we've got two houses. I've got two Airbnbs that are, one is available for two months. If you know of anybody in Florida, one's available for a month and a half. And then we go into our busy season and they've been booked for years. The people mm-hmm. booked these houses two years ago. So, but I've got a house with, you know, houses with electricity right now, swimming pools, and um, one is ready to go and one is going to be cleaned up this week. Next. Craig, hi, both my mom. Hi, both. My mom has a multi-poo puppy who is seven months old and is struggling to house train the puppy is getting her up all through the night to go outside but once outside she just wants to play right and as soon as she comes back in she pees on the floor it's stressing my mom out can you give her some guidance please so i think your mom needs to contact us number one so we there's not the telephone game and number one is the dog crate trained at a minimum is the dog crate trained at a minimum and i'm not we're not going to call it a puppy anymore we're going to call it a dog it's seven months old so let's call it a dog um, so is it, did she ever crate train the dog? 
So also, are you monitoring the dog's food and water? The dog wants to play. That's because the dog is a great human trainer, right? So what do you do? You make sure you've got a good, um, you monitor the dog's food and water. You take away the water earlier. You keep a schedule of when the dog potties. You take the dog to potty out twice before the end of the night. You put it in its crate. Any noise after that, you correct it. Now, if it has a UTI, different story. If you're not monitoring its food and water, different story. So let's start, let's start on all that. Next. Brad, hey, Jeff and Joelle, do you ever get dogs that are super sensitive to the e-collar and shuts down? Well, I hate the word shut down. Mm. Do we get dogs that are sensitive to the remote collar? Yes, we do. Now, there are different brands of remote collars. We use e-collar technologies. Right. Now, there are, re- there are remote collars out there that level one is too hot for a lot of dogs. So, yes, we did... Um, uh, uh, yes, we do get dogs that are sensitive. So what do you do? You can get a, um, stim reducer. A, a stim reducer, but also you can just start out lower. Um, and then also you can prep the dog. You might've introduced the collar wrong to the dog. You know, there's a lot of different things you can do next. Sarah thinks I would be interested in the inner circle. So, yeah. So did you put the link up? I put the yeah, link up. Good. Yeah. Get the link and you want to get it because we only take five people. Yeah. Yep. Next. Gabriel, do you want me read this one? Natasha, I need help training my almost five-year-old Westie. Okay, we can help you. So I would say five months old, probably don't have even the basics, most likely. Um, I would I would highly suggest you get a green to graduate. And the reason why is because it's cheaper than a one-hour consult with us. Yep. I mean, there are people, there are literally people, so we're in Florida right now. Um, Joel and I are working on um, uh, other projects. The reason why I'm in Florida and Joel's in Florida, and we're running the company remotely is because we have come to realize that in order to really make a dramatic impact on the dog training industry and helping the most amount of people that's doing um, videos and um, building our courses up is the best way to do it. And for us to, number one, we want to get out of the cold. But number two, I had houses in Florida, so why not just take one over? Um, also, it's more conducive to creativity for us. For us. It's worked out for creative for us. Definitely Joelle. Joelle was not creative in Rhode Island. She was just mad. Um, it, well, in the, cold, in the cold, dark weather. Which was like eight months of the year. Right. You did look nice in those hats, though. I do miss my beanies, yes. but you know what? You probably can start working. You can probably start wearing them at night here. Maybe not yet. Not yet. Not yet, but soon. Next. Um. Let's see. Kathy said about to purchase the program. Signed up on Patreon the other day. Excellent. Yeah. Awesome. Just, just do it. And the code is at the very, very top of all the posts. The post feed. The I pinned it up there. It's easy to see. Next. Haley, I work at a daycare and we have a dog who seems to be submissive and dominant simultaneously. She'll submissively lick other dogs, then becomes aggressive or dominant when corrected by other dogs. Baiting? So that's not necessarily submissive by licking other dogs. It's annoying. So is she licking the face or the genitals? Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily, either one of those is still not necessarily submissive. I don't even know if it's baiting. Baiting is like a dog walks up to you and wants to get petted and then it bites you. 
You know what I mean? That's an example sort of a baiting. But but the dog just might be a pushy, snotty dog. Yeah. That's just waiting and for... doesn't like to be told no. Yeah. So the other dog tells it no, and it's like, F you. Yeah. Yeah. That, and we see that a lot. We see that yeah. a lot. Yeah. Most dogs don't take corrections well. Right. It's very rare you see a dog correct another dog, and they're actually like, oh, okay, I'll respect so, you. So ironically, we were filming the out command today. So we have a video on the out away from people, but you can use it for out away from dogs. Have the, the owner um, or your staff, even though your staff probably, they're not, it's not their job to board it. Yet. Daycare is, is not their job. Usually daycare people are not, their job to train the dogs is to keep a safe environment um, for the dogs, um, which and you give some you can learn some mad skills being a daycare attendant as well as a dog walker. Um, um, and then what you want to do is um, you would tell that dog out, so you wouldn't even you would stop that dog from licking um, yeah. um, or even sniffing. Yeah. Next, Brian. Do I need to use a prong with the e collar? My dog keeps itching at the prong, but I have it somewhat fitted. Not too loose, not too tight. Was planning on a regular martingale along with the e-collar to start CSNCS. You could. We use slip leads. I mean, you know, we, we teach dogs on all tools because we don't know what owners are going to be empowered by. But I've got, but we see dogs scratching just for the sake of scratching. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, well, I'll be down for dinner as soon as my show's over, right? We see that all the time, all the time. You know why? Because they'll do it for different handlers. Yep. So it's like, so with this handler, you never do that. But with the other handler, you do. And everything else is the same. Well, one handler lets them get away with it. One handler doesn't. Next. Kim said, laugh my ass off. Nail salon. You are funny. (laughs) Nancy, my three-year-old male Akbash sits down like a statue and refuses to move if I end the walk before he wants to head back. When is the best way to get him moving again? I don't know what tools you're using. The, the, The bottom line is this. The walk belongs to the human. The dog has to follow the human rules. So, you deal with, and, and dogs do this all the time. Not just with a the walk. They'll refuse to do a command. They'll refuse to go into their kennel. They'll refuse to go into a car. It's like, you jump over my couch. My dogs do, don't. But, like, you jump over the couch or you're in agility and you jump over hurdles. You can't jump in the back of this, this vehicle Give me a break. They're playing you. They're playing you. So what you do with this, use a combination of remote collar pressure and leash pressure. So you gently hold the the leash, pull back, pull back, pull back, take your remote collar, continuous stem, slowly dial up, dial up, dial up, dial up, dial up, dial up, dial up until it's like, whoa, that's too hot. I think I'll keep moving. That's how you fix it. Next. Sam, I've been taking my reactive dog to the dog park, but sit outside on the fence. Excellent. Thank well, you. Well, the dog came to the fence barking at her. My dog exploded. I still corrected with the e-collar. Was I right in correcting? Yes, you were. But start farther away, and I want you to I want to put you in movement. Move. Like, like do, do. Yeah, walk back and walk forth. Walk back and forth. And start out a little bit farther away, move in a little bit closer. And you can even, at the, at the beginning, you can do a bunch of things. You can start by any glancing. You can actually correct that loading you definitely correct high um and then eventually you can yeah you can sit down on a little bench or sit down on the ground put your dog in a downstay and let your dog just look at all them all those dogs running around being foolish next nikki my neighbor dog charged the fence when i drive in or out it's not your dog mm-hmm. we got plenty of those in this neighborhood it's not your dog so what's the answer wait hold on i think there might be more to that <clears throat> 
I had an attack from another neighbor dog, bite on the foot. That's resolved, but how do I deal with it? It was a pack of three dogs. They got loose. One bit my heel. Yeah, well, that, you just kick them, you know. Um, as far as the dog charges the fence, as long as the fence is secure and the dog can't jump over it, dogs can clear six-foot fences pretty easily, but um, it might be a chain-link fence, like a four-foot chain-link fence. Um you can always talk to the neighbor, but it's probably not going to go anywhere. I mean, it's their property. If the dog wants to bark, you know, well, that's what dogs do. You know, it's like, it's my yard, my dog. They're going to have that whole conversation. So instead, just, you know, tell us carry bear spray on you and give him a little squirt. But it's in his yard. Right. It's in his yard. Next. Sawblade Entertainment. I saw some beagle training videos saying you have to live with the dog barking and you can't use tools and all that stuff. I know it's wrong. I owned a beagle when younger, but I wanted to check with you guys. Yeah, that's bullshit. So that's see, this is the thing. That's code word for that trainer sucks. Yeah. So so anybody that says what, 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 what were all those things? You have to live with the barking. Okay, okay, right, right, right off the bat, that is a lie. Yeah. Next. Beagles can definitely shut up. Um, you can't use tools. That is an outright blatant fucking lie. Next. That's it. Oh, yeah. So both of those are lies. So whoever wrote that is a liar. And the fact that it was in, you know, published it and that if people believe it, now you're bordering on unethics. And if the person is a professional dog trainer, a vet, a behaviorist, that's that's unethical. Next. Robert, I would like your thoughts on this. With my rescues, when they first come in, I use the word here a lot. Here means come to me. The dog gets a treat. The dog gets to go out a door. The dog gets to go on a walk. Just all good things happen with here. Yeah. I may graduate to commands like out or leave it. I find this one command seems to cover any situation I want the dog away from. Should I use separate commands for different situations? Well, I mean, here is recall. It means come to you. Right? It means come to you. And there's a training protocol we do. There's like a... It's a multi-step training protocol that we do to teach recall, just like any other command. The word out, so we don't use the word drop it. You can use the word drop it. I really don't care. It means whatever's in your mouth, just, just release. We use the word out or no. We use the word out for a couple of things, to literally leave, like get out of here, to get out of here. So you're calling, you're using the word here, which means to come to me. Now the opposite of that is to move away from me. Which so that, is like something that's what I think, Robert, we use out a lot because we deal with a lot of dogs that guard humans. So we don't want the dog to actually come to us. We want to get out of our space. Right. That's the right. The difference. Right. Or Angelo was giving a demo. Say, I don't know, say Angelo, who's nine years old, is reading a book, eating a sandwich. Dog comes over, just wants to say hi. But Angelo's like, I don't want you to, in my space. You yeah. know what I mean? So he would say out and the dog is trained to move away. So next. Nikki, I hadn't no, already read that. Crixis, love growing old with you guys. Oh my God, that's so oh, sweet. That's Cri is that Crixis? Yeah. Holy shit. Digging the new wake up show, want to do a Zoom, having some reoccurring problems I can't seem to fix. Glad you guys are okay. Yeah, do a Zoom. If you're not, again, join Patreon first. You get 20% off your um, online consults. Next. Um, Let's see. And thank you. We're doing okay. Thank you. Yeah, then if you really, really want to help, there's, there's, there's lots of organizations. In fact, our, the wonderful Governor DeSantis was did, just yeah. did a press conference. Um, Elon Musk just donated a bunch, a bunch of his satellite. He has these satellites, but it's not just a satellite. He's got a lot of satellites. He just is repositioning 100 satellites over Florida. Wow. But then you have to have these transponders on the ground 
that actually yeah. now act as like hotspots. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Evangeline said, dog went to board and train, balance trainer with e-collar. Had been following through for a month plus with consistency. She's an angel when not alone. Separation anxiety is still a problem. Yeah. How long? Yeah, that, that happens a lot. So um, there's a lot of things you can do and it, maybe you, you're doing that you shouldn't do. Number one, I would first kind of, and I want to know where your dog went. I don't want to know where your dog went at all. I would contact where your dog went and just tell them you're struggling and see what they come up with. Um, and then if you're not getting, if you still need help, you can book an online counsel with us um, and we will help you. We will help you. Next. Uh, Dorota, hi. Hopefully everyone is okay after the hurricane. I'm getting my first e-caller mostly thanks to you because I have a big problem with recall whenever there is a person or dog within, let's say, 500 meters from us. Yeah. My dog is super quick and his drive in these situations is off the freaking charts. Yeah. In other situations, his recall is on spot. He yeah. literally does 180 whenever I call Bingo. him when he's less aroused. Yes. So should I retrain recall and introduce e-caller to the recall context or should I correct? So yes and yes. So first of all, I, I'm glad you understand the value of e-collars and also understand the concept that even though your dog turns on a dime, there's always something better out there. So it's not that your dog needs more recall training because your dog turns on a dime. So that's, that's a dog that knows recall. Your dog needs to know that not listening to recall is not a good idea. And that's the concept that you're going to do. So you're going to train recall, training recall on a remote collar. It's a four-step process for us. And the green to graduate shows you how to do it. So you get your, you get your remote collar, get the green to graduate. You can watch all of it because it'll help you all. But there is a step-by-step -step guide on how to use the e-collar for an impeccable recall. And I own a, and I own a Malinois. My Malinois has incredible recall. Joelle's dog, Wes, has incredible recall. But we also, there's a house up in New England that Joelle has for it with 180 acres, so we're often in the woods. Deer, they can recall off of. Coyote? Chasing coyotes is fun. Mm -hmm. Even the best recall-trained dogs will not recall. Over deer, they won't recall. Wes and his stupid turkeys. Yeah. You know, he came back for the coyote, but... Loves to chase the stupid yep. turkey. Yep. Next. Nikki, I'm okay. Thanks to the deputy, the fire department, and the animal control. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of. dogs going after you. Damn. Yeah. Well, oh, that was about the dogs. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the storm. Yeah. Good. Yep. Our first responders are pretty fucking incredible. And I don't think people realize it. Mm. I don't think first responders get enough credit out there no, at all. At all. Our freaking in the middle of the storm, okay? So storm is in full force. We're getting 100-mile-an-hour winds. Neighbors' power lines smashed into each other, started a fire. And they came out. You know, I couldn't so, believe it. They're not supposed to. Because we got a text, anything over 45 miles per hour, the first responders don't respond because their vehicles right. turn into, um, a, 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 like, technically a billboard. Right. And they're easily blown over. Like my RV, I had to park my RV. I wish I got that on video. I had to park my fire. RV in between, like really close to the house so it wouldn't catch air. Yeah. Yeah. My RV was prime candidate to turn over. Next. Tracy, new listener, 31-year groomer. Agree with everything. Own two kind of Corsos, Toy Poodle, and a Yorkie mix. Whoa. Nice. That's a hell of a household. A yeah. So that's another thing. But that's another thing that who that's another type of person that has great 
dog handling skills are groomers. Yep. They don't put up with shit. Nope. Could you imagine a dog? Its face is where your face is. Mm-hmm. You can't put up with any fucking nonsense. None. Nope. Zero. Robert said, yes, thank you. Makes perfect sense. Good. Sharonda, hi, new here, trainer in training. Hello. Oh, awesome. Welcome. So oh, we have the mastermind. Tell them about the mastermind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have um, our mastermind program coming up. I'll post the link. But it's seven days in person with Jeff and I. It's coming up really quick, though. I don't know if you're local to us or not. It's October. Uh, jump on a ticket. October 24th to the 30th. And um, seven days in person with me and Jeff. We go over our entire training program start to finish you'll learn all our e-collar our leash work behavior modification for reactivity aggression all that stuff we go over social media how to build your business um how to work with clients how to filter and pre-screen clients so that your experience is better as a business owner um we pretty much cover it all seven days straight nine to five It's a really cool experience. We'll cut, we'll cut years. Right we'll here. cut up. We'll cut years. Yeah. And tens of we'll, thousands of dollars. We'll you avoid all the mistakes okay. that we've made. <laughs> and tens of thousands of dollars. I've been doing this for yeah. 20 years. Made a lot of mistakes. Yep. Nikki said, thanks. Love you. We love you too. Thank you. Aaron, you can wear that beanie in January when you're walking on the beach. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm glad to see that you're okay. Welcome back to Florida. Yeah. Well, last time when we went for a walk. You were like, this is the perfect weather. It was so nice out last you know, night. Yeah. It was in the 70s. It wasn't beanie weather, though. No, but but another another month from now. Yeah. Another month from now. I was like, oh, October will be like fall. It's already freezing in New England. Right. Was there even a fall? Two weeks? Well, I don't know. It's freezing. That's it's in the 32. 40s at night. That's not freezing. That is so cold. So cold. Well, it's you, like there's you, no fall. That's, that's not freezing. This to me is fall. 80 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> compared to 90 that's not fall either kelly using green to graduate to train my two new rescues great program thank you you're welcome i'm glad i'm glad you're enjoying it i'm glad you're incorporating it wow you hear all that nonsense we have our windows open now because we don't have the air conditioning on because it's fall here it feels great honestly our neighbors are like we need our ac we're like this feels great honestly i I was talking to him this morning because um uh uh i was asking hey you need some help getting some of this wood this wood down yeah. The windows like we, he's leaving his studs up oh, yeah. so he can easily put the plywood up he's like i said you can open up the windows like we don't open up windows <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> all right so anyway kelly said doing well in home setting but how soon do you recommend bringing them to busier locations pet store home depot etc after doing all your reps at home asking because i took one of them out shopping with me today and she refused to down when asked too much yeah. too soon or she's just testing so both, both, possibly both. So what I would do is I would try it in your front yard, yep. try it in your backyard, do it in try, your it, try it down your street, do it in the parking lot of the big box store. And then you're probably going to have to use, though, get up to correction level. Yes. You're probably going to have to start correcting for noncompliance of a known command, which is harder. But let me, but if, you, if you follow us on Instagram stories, and I encourage everybody to follow us, follow us on Instagram stories because that's where Joelle puts up the daily goings on of the uh, training staff in Providence. And you'll often see almost daily, almost every day they do excursions with dogs. Mm -hmm. And you will see dogs doing downstays in um, Home Depot right now with all the Halloween stuff out there. They're downstaying downstaying right in front of this stuff. And and do some of them object? Yeah. But this is the thing. So we usually start bringing dogs out once they're on NCS, non-compliance sim. Right. But as long as they understand what a correction is on a prong collar, yep, 
you're good to go. Because if they're confused with remote, let's say, in a new context, and they're like, this is too much, always go back to your leash. That's your foundation. That's why we teach foundation work in steps. We because always do. Home Depot, right. And you're dialing up that remote, but your dog's just getting more and more confused. Pop your yeah. leash. Yeah. Yeah. Don't skip your foundation work. So important. Yep. Um, okay. Let's see. MSA said, hey, how's it going? Things are good, MSA. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Julie Starnes, I made it. Happy you all are okay. Love you. Oh, good. Hey, Love Julie. you too, Julie. Love you too. Nikki said, it was a mess. Lots of blood. Dog was removed. Poor darling was a breeder. Oh, the way it was bit? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. I mean, breeder, no breeder. She's got a biting dog. Mm -hmm. yeah. MSA, are there any cases where choke chains would be better than a prong? Would some dogs be sensitive enough so a choke chain fur saver would be effective as a correction? Actually, it's the opposite. Choke chains actually choke dogs. I actually don't believe in choke chains. I mean, I'm not going to hate you if you use one. Like, people hate you if you use a prong collar. But choke chains actually, like, prong collars are actually 10 times more effective than choke chains with less if there's well, there's no damage with. I've never seen. I I in twenty years, ten thousand plus dogs. I've never seen a dog damaged with a prong collar. Okay. Never. I'm gonna chime in here. There is some instances where dogs are so hypersensitive to the prong, it does more bad than good. So I'll put them on a dominant dog collar. That's for a slip lead or, or a slip, slip lead. lead, right? But a choke but chain. I don't think that we've ever used like a metal choke chain. Before. Yeah, yeah, yes, I agree. I agree on that. Yeah. And there are some dogs that get abrasions just from allergies. Right. Yeah. Um, but again, you said as a correction, we don't use, like, I'm not going to really use a, like a good example was Teal, that Italian Greyhound. Mm -hmm. I didn't use the dominant dog collar as a correction. Like I'm not popping it. Right. All his corrections came from the remote right, collar. Right. Because um, it's not an effective it's correction. Effective. They're just like, what the heck? I don't care. Right. Like, now for aggressive dog. It's right. highly effective because that's what dominant that's dog collars are for. Correction. We're talking right. about popping the leash. Right, right. Trisha said, the only reason I have that Instagram nonsense is to keep up with solid canine. Oh. Trisha. What kind of nonsense are you getting? No, she said the only reason she has Instagram. Oh, oh. All of that, Instagram is nonsense. Oh, got is. it. Got it. Yeah. Just Social don't just media. don't follow anybody. Just follow us. Just follow us. <laughs> You'll be the one follower. And we'll think you're a troll because you only have one follower. Right. Yeah. Mark, recently joined Patreon and will be purchasing your Green to Graduate course. Awesome. I'm going to get a new dog in the near future, and I'm going to study your training, so I'm ready when I get my dog. Good. Awesome. But just guess what? No matter how much you study, <laughs> you still might not be ready. So It's a learning curve. It's a learning curve. Don't be afraid to every make... Every new dog. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. It's the biggest thing that I can tell people out there when you're raising a dog. Yeah. Mistakes happen. And you forget because usually you have a dog for how many years and then you get a new one. You're like, holy, holy shit. shit. <laughs> I forgot what it was like. That's right. What? <laughs> 2 a.m. Potty break? Uh, when did this start? When yeah. you get a puppy, especially. Training with Rish said, love you guys and your work. Thank you. Thank you. Nikki, I've used the shock flashlight, but it seems to make them matter. Not my dog, the neighbors. The shock a shock fl flashlight? Never heard of that. Well, there's the flashlight feature on the shock collar. But it's the neighbor's dog. So how would she put an e-collar on her neighbor's dog? Oh. I don't know what a shock flashlight is, but. Oh, maybe it just. Maybe the one that makes like the buzzing noise. Oh, what, the doggy don't? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's it right now. Yeah. You can go on any rants tonight. Do you want me to go on a rant? 
No, I mean, we only have 10 minutes left. So you- the only rant I can think of is I did a great post today, fantastic, helpful post today about um, it was actually taken off the news. There's a photo being air, of an elderly woman being airlifted with either her cats or her small dog in a little carrier. And um, it was just all the, all, all, all the, the post was about was whether you want to create your dog or not want to create your dog, that's up to you. But please train your dog how to be in a crate and be in a crate safely. Because if you're ever in a disaster, your dog most likely has to be crated once you're either getting out of that disaster or clear of that disaster. But all of these centers, all of these, um, um, what do they call them? When you lose your home and you got to go to a, a uh, shelter, all these shelters for humans, like, you know, when hurricane, shelter. hurricane shelters, if you have a dog, they're crated. Yeah. It says it right there on the website. We're pet friendly, but your dog must be crated. You're, you're crated. You have no choice. Whatever, whatever your feelings are about crates, like you can't go in there unless your dog is crated. You can scream and yell as much as you want. Yeah. You can compare it to jail. You can call it mean. You can call it like, you know, whatever, your poor baby. You can do anything you want to. You're not going in. Here, we got some more questions. You're not going in. Next. Robert said, I work with res dogs and other extreme fearful dogs. I am not sure fearful is the right word for these guys. For other dogs that have aggression issues or destructive issues, I start slow and progress, sometimes up to the e-collar for corrections. Do you just go to the hardest training or do you start easy and work up? Well, you have to put context to it. Yeah. So there has to be a little bit of context to it. So, you know, we don't correct for obedience for a very long period of time. Mm-mm. We're talking hundreds and hundreds of reps to the dog absolutely positively understands what is being asked of it. We do not correct dogs. If you are jumping on, on me, you get corrected that second. If I meet you, if I walk in your house and you jump on me, I correct you. If you, if I walk into your house and you try to bite me, I correct you. If I'm working with you on down and you try to bite me, because when you work with an aggressive dog, you still want, you still want to teach it all its basic obedience. You're corrected for that, even though you haven't been corrected for not doing it down yet. So I think you have to put it into context. If a dog is doing something that is dangerous to itself, or to you. Yeah, sometimes dogs, day one, if they're there for massive separation anxiety, yeah. as soon as they go on that kennel, they're like, they're barking. I'm going to rip my teeth out or get out. Like, I'm going to get out of they the have to be corrected. Have to be corrected. They have to be. Yeah. It's unethical not to. Yeah. You have to correct them. So, Goose, he, for the first two nights, for yeah. the first two nights he was here, he got corrected overnight. He wears remote cow overnight. Why? Calling. Because he has separation anxiety. Mm hmm. Like, you can't just be barking in the middle of the night, waking up the whole house. So it's, it's like you have to be corrected for that. This is what people, you know, I'm going to talk about more about, <clears throat> we just got a dog in, we just got a dog in today or yesterday at our training center in Rhode Island who is attacking one of the owners. I'm going to do a show, Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show on Monday. And I like to do it on single topics. And I might title it, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) How the fuck did we get here? How can you fucking live like this? And it's all going to be geared about the first time, the first moment 
your dog does anything at all that down the road, if you don't stop it today, it will manifest into a very dangerous behavior. The day that it first happens is when you give your firmest correction. You get a 10-week-old dog that when you walk by its food bowl, it growls. Now, am I going to put a shot collar on that dog? No. But there is going to be a serious correction. Because why? That German Shepherd puppy who is cute as fuck is going to grow up into a killer. Same with a Rottweiler. Same with a Corso. Same with any power breed, but but let alone, I don't want my Pomeranian biting me either. Mm -hmm. That's when corrections happen. And the problem is that folks are not correcting their dogs because they're like, well, well, what? Imagine you coming down the steps. Let's say you don't believe in crating, which is fine. But even if you do, your spouse wakes up, they get up in the morning They let the dog out to go to the bathroom. The dog's eating its food in the kitchen, which is fine. That's what people want to do. You get up after your spouse. You come in the kitchen in your sexy lingerie to get a cup of coffee. And you're 10 feet away from the dog bowl. And the dog lunges at you and bites bites you. You ever gotten, you know, emergency services over your house and you're dressed in lingerie it ain't exactly the funnest thing now a year earlier your dog was growling over the food bowl why did we stop it then and i stop it then because i don't want you sitting in a gurney in your lingerie that escalated quickly that's it That's when you apply these Mm -hmm. corrections. And more and more people that own dogs need to understand this. Let's say you get a dog at one years old from a rescue, from a shelter that has some made-up abuse story because that's what they all do. You feel bad about correcting your dog. Well, your dog doesn't feel bad about biting you. Next. MSA, do you know the crucifix method when you have aggressive dog between two lines? Yes. Do you ever use that method or is that old school? I just came across this. I don't know much Mm. about it. It's old school, but yes, it's old school. It's old school, but it's a safety protocol. What it is, is historically you get two slip leads. Okay. You put it around the dog. You have two handlers, each another end of it. And then the dog is in the middle. So the dog cannot lunge at either person. And it's a good way to get a dog Number one, walking. It's a good way to get a dog just in movement. It's not practical for for sits you can do. It's not practical for a lot of your obedience commands, but it's more about getting your dog around environmentals and getting your dog out and starting to build some sense of a relationship. Not that you need a relationship to train the dog, but it's more about a safety protocol. But also, you might have to do that to get a muzzle on the dog. Next. Robert said, always train for creating, always. Yes, always. You never, ever, ever know what could happen. Next. Mark, we were so fortunate as you were with the hurricane, as we live about one and a half from you in Tarpon Springs. Oh, yeah. It would be great if we could meet someday. Yeah. Probably would have to be at a seminar. You know, free lunches are, 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 hard, to, are hard to find these days. I don't have a training center that people can just stop by. Yeah. 
I got a lot of we had a lot of fans down here in Florida. Maybe we should just get it. Maybe we should just do a get together. Yeah, we should. <gasps> a pack walk or something. No, I'm talking about a human get together. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Next. Let's do it. Uh, Nikki said it's a weird dog. I will try to get a pick for you. But what makes them so aggressive on the fence? I don't need. I don't need. I don't need. I don't need. I don't need a. A picture. I don't care what it looks like. It's really common, actually, the fence fighting. Yeah, it could be cute as fuck or ugly as hell. I don't care. <laughs> it's the behavior that I care about. Mm-hmm. Next. Riley, would you recommend dog exposure to first be mastered in motion, then hold distance downstairs, etc.? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Things in motion are always better historically at first when you have, when you have reactivity. Next. Training with Rish. I have a client who has a cute doodle. He attacks and nips when her sons play in the house and he doesn't listen yep. to their commands. Yep. I told her to start firm corrections and punishers. The owner says, I don't want to be mean. How would you guys handle that? Um, fire them. That's a non-client. I'd fire the client. I'd say, okay, well, you're no longer my client because you won't take my advice. Right. Okay. And you care more about your dog than your kids? Really? I, I love my dogs. I love my dogs. My dog, one of them just died. I'm down to one. Went from 12 to eight to six to five to three to two to one. And um, looking for another German Shepherd right now. Um, But anyway, the point is, whatever happened to loving our children or loving our spouses or partners above a dog, I'm sorry. And everyone's like, oh, you don't understand. It's like, no, actually, you're right. I don't understand. Next. It's six o'clock. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, there you go. It's dinner time. We haven't, had, we haven't had dinner time. I know. All right. So and none of this was... Thanks ha- for being here, everybody. And none of this was being me being hangry. This was me being as passionate as fuck. <laughs> All right. So I will talk to everybody later. What's today? Saturday. I'll see yeah. everybody Monday morning for the Monday. Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. And then this show will be on every Wednesday and Friday, as it normally is. We missed yesterday because we still didn't have electricity till later in the night until we found out. Holy shit, we could have done a show, but we didn't know that. Right. Um, and uh, at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. And I think it's going to be about how the fuck did we get here. I think that's what it'll be. All right? Love you guys. Bye. Bye.